Welcome to the Clean Comedy Time Podcast. I'm Aaron Sorrells. And I'm Brian Atkinson. Today, our guests are Robert G. Lee and Rhonda Court. Two, two great guests in one. Uh, Robert makes his home uh, in the West Coast, where he's been uh, practicing comedy, uh, getting it right for the last 30 years. And Rhonda comes to us from Parts East, where she is a, a recent champion of the Clean Comedy Challenge in 2018. And we're going to talk to them about the good, the bad, and the funny. Well, I do have some disclaimers. Before I start, I do want to um, apologize for my white privilege, my carbon footprint, and income inequality, and just being a man in general. Uh, sorry. Um, I have never groped anyone, but other men have, so shame on me. Apparently, my demographic is responsible for everything. So let me just apologize for everything. Everything. Thank you. Robert, thank you so much for getting that out of the way and apologizing for everything. Well, I, I just, it just it clears the air and lets everybody know that they don't have to worry about anything because I've taken the blame. <laughs> Very kind of you. Thank yes. you so much for being on the show. It's a pleasure. It was not a bad drive at all. Um, it took, uh, let's see, five days, but I'm here. That's good. <laughs> Uh, and then our second guest is the lovely and talented uh, Rhonda Corey. So here we are, right? We're in the car and we're spending some quality time together, you know? And he looks over at me and he says, Rhonda, do you know what's longer than the line at Walmart on Black Friday? And I said, could that be your love for me? And he said, No. <laughs> That would be the hair on your chin. And that is Rhonda's romantic husband. Oh, yeah, he is a keeper. Boy. He is. Rhonda, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so glad I'm here. Yeah, awesome. Well, um, let me uh, just bring us into, as we talk about the good, the bad, and the funny, this part of the show is... The funny. <laughs> so we actually are trying to work through it backwards. So, uh, Robert, uh, I just kind of want to make sure everybody knows, I mm -hmm. actually am a student of Robert Geely. I've taken one of his comedy classes a few months ago. Of, it was the first one that you did virtually online. That's right. How did and it go? Was it okay? Well, I thought you did a very good job. Your end report was good. I think you got a B. I think we kind of <laughs> you off on bad handwriting. But sure. uh, overall, <laughs> your content was good, but your summation just uh, fell short a little bit. But So I'm still waiting for that extra paper to come in. Yeah. Uh, for your final grade. He, Brian got an I. That's what he got. So it's still incomplete. A, a lot of my comedy is about I as well. So I'm trying to use a lot of I words and so on. Um, and uh, and you've been at comedy, I, I said earlier, 30 years. Yeah, 30 plus. It's been over three decades doing it. I started, I think my first TV show was back, uh, doing the warm-up for comedy for a sitcom back in 87, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So it's been a lot. So that, what's that? That makes it 34. That's kind of scary. It just keeps going by. So uh, uh, yeah, it has been a long, long, long career. And I, and one of the things that you told me one time was like, what, what impressed me, what impressed you at the very beginning was, look, look nobody's ever heard of me. You will not know who I am, but I've made my living as a comedian for over three decades. You said, okay, I will take the class. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was it. <laughs> and uh, Rhonda, I don't know you as well. I haven't taken a class with no, you. No, I, I haven't been offering any classes, so that's probably a good move on your part. Uh, yeah, otherwise I would have been the only one showing yes. up and it would have been mm. awkward for everyone. Awkward. Uh, uh, that's what we do. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, 
know that Robert lives uh, on the West Coast in Los Angeles, mm. and uh, and I understand you live in on the East Coast in Rhode Island. R- Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yeah, that's the way I always learn to say it. Yes. And um, and you uh, won the Clean Comedy Challenge in 2018, so I just did. a few years ago. And what was that experience like? That was so fun. Um, that wasn't my first Clean Comedy Challenge. That was uh, actually my third. So um, it was a blast. I mean, you get to perform on stage. You get to hang out with other comics, and you get to learn from the pros. It's like a comedy boot camp. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Well, I am uh, signed up to be there this summer in July, mid-July, uh, at Gutty's in yeah. Indianapolis. Yep. And you guys are uh, you're on your way to Gutty's or just got back from Gutty's? I'll, I'll be doing Gutty's at the, their last performance. In their, the, they, had, they had the original Hole in the Wall, yep. and then they had the Performing Arts Center. And yep. I'm the last Friday they're doing that. And then they're opening up the new in place the at yeah. the mall, right next yeah. to the Cheesecake Factory. So yeah. it makes me really mad that I'm missing that by oh, day. Oh, but ultimately, I'll, I will have performed in all three uh, Gutty's. And so you'll be this summer. Indianapolis is my hometown, but Leslie already had enough people and teachers and yeah. things. So you'll be there without me in Indianapolis. Oh. Well, I am so delighted that I've got you here Yes, all, okay. all to ourselves, which is great. And um, Rhonda, you said that the Clean Comedy Challenge is like a boot camp. It is. Um, and so uh, when was the first one that you went to? So the first one was actually in Aurora, um, Illinois. Illinois. Or yeah. Colorado. Yes. There are two, yeah. at least. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then there's um, Aurora Borealis. Yes. But those are harder to get. That is <laughs> much, much be- more beautiful, to yeah, be honest right? with you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and I do love the jewelry. Um but um, you guys didn't even know what that was. Or like, I have no idea. What There's probably jewelry. Female, that. Females out there know what that looks like. But um, And the uh, second one that I went to was in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And, California. Uh, I had to get one. Right. You're, you're right. Yes, you're right. Um, I'm so geographically challenged. I was like waiting for it. But I knew that one. I knew that one. Um, but And you know what was cool is they were both so good but they were both so different Mm. so i learned so much from both of them but they both had a different feel to them so that was really cool and then i went back the following year uh the comedy shrine in uh illinois so illinois yeah thank you i know i just the s just came out and i'm like oh my gosh did i just say that that is my home state i'm really sorry i appreciate the correction yeah i'm sorry i added an s i didn't mean to white all right every land of lincoln's yep (laughs) (laughs) you just don't pronounce the s yeah well welcome to michigan home of kmart's and myers and uh, Walmarts and so on. And COVID. This is a lot of... like that jewelry joke that yeah. Y- y- yeah. Y- yeah. might be lost if you're yeah. not from Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> this is my job. <laughs> my sixth grade teacher told me I could never make a living as a smart aleck. So every year, I go back home, I call her up, I tell her how much I make, I laugh, I hang up. That's what I do. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> She's in a nursing home. She has no idea who I am. But it just feels good to do it. So I flip the mirror down. I'm like, oh yeah, that is quite a whisker. So I took my fingernails and I tried to pluck it out. Ladies, you know what happened. Curled that baby like a Christmas ribbon. (laughs) 
bag because I'm trying to find my tiny little uh Please, uh, flat iron. Uh. And I straightened it out. Gelled <laughs> it back down. And I made no mention of the mohawk that was growing out of his ear. <laughs> As we talk some more about comedy, uh, so we get a little bit of history. Rhonda, was the Clean Comedy Challenge really how you got started in comedy, or did you have more of a process getting into it before you went to boot camp? Um, so I started with, uh, I had a ministry, actually, with a uh, female speaker, a woman speaker, uh, Gail Cooper. We started Take Two Ministries, and... Um, I st- we started, I think, in 2013, but I didn't have a lot of stage time, you know. Um, so I think, honestly, I really say I got started in 2017. Okay. And here we are, 2021, and you are on your way to do your first dry bar special. I am. I am. I'm on my way. And actually, I feel really bad, Robert, but I am going to be at the new buddies. Oh, <laughs> oh. The, you'll be at the new gutties. I will be on at the way. new gutties. Shut uh, up! Just I, shut I, up. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see. That is um, May fourteenth and fifteenth. Uh, so I will be there then. Well, you, very cool. You are um, our third uh, guest who has kind of been on their way or has just recorded their uh, first dry bar special, and then we have Robert, who is a veteran. Yes. Of the dry bar. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm a big fan of Dry Bar. For those of you listening who aren't familiar with Dry Bar, you've not been listening to our podcast because we talk about it from time to time. You should be listening to uh, Dry Bar on the app, and you can uh, listen, and uh, the comedians uh, can receive tips through that process. But you can also find their shows on YouTube and, and watch on your big screens and things like that. Uh, Robert, if, if you were mm. going to, as a comedy teacher, as I know you, if you were going to give Rhonda one really good important piece of advice for doing the, <laughs> the the dry bar special what i mean be funny i i would assume would be in one but well we, I, we actually had uh, not to be flippant on it but um because I, I, that's my tendency but we had a good two and a half hour drive out here and we, <laughs> we spent probably at least an hour and a half going over material from last night awesome. so we, Very we, cool. we kind of broke down every single thing and when it was done Rhonda said i probably should have recorded that huh <laughs> <laughs> seriously i'm like because you know you think i'm gonna remember all of that i remember we will see. But um, a lot of her comedy comes from truth, which I like. That's not contrived. And so I, I, my big thing with her was just just tighten up the spaces so that it doesn't feel contrived. Because you want because Rhonda talking real life is different than Rhonda on stage. And she takes a little more time. And I want her to tighten that up. And I think it'll make everything just flow. Because you don't want to give the audience time to think of what you might be saying. You want to just hit them with a surprise and let them laugh. But if they're ahead of you, you're in trouble. So that's mm. why that was that was the biggest. And that's very specific. Obviously, that's fine-tuning. Mm-hmm. But she's got a very funny act, and it's just, okay, this is what my suggestion. She doesn't have to take it, but that's my suggestion. So, mm-hmm. uh, Thank you. Um, m- my pauses always come after my jokes while the audience figures out what I've been trying to say. Well, with all your, <laughs> your puns and everything else, <laughs> oh, come like, on, they're yeah. so fun. Yeah, and, and most, I, I actually don't do a lot of puns on stage. Uh, well, because they're, they're the written. I mean, you, yeah, you exactly. got to read your what you write. And yeah. it's like, otherwise, like, hey, they, they never work, yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, there might be a couple uh, on our show tonight. So uh, those of you listening at home, uh, uh, we are just about to do a Clean Comedy Time show. It's our first show back, um, and uh, we're very excited to have these two fine talents uh, with us. Everything we did was dangerous. We played in creeks. We ran through abandoned houses. We jumped on trampolines without signing waivers first. We <laughs> drove our go-kart directly into traffic. We played lawn darts where we stood next to the target. Remember that? <laughs> Missed. <laughs> we didn't have sunblock. We got burned to a crisp and we had peeling parties. That's what we had. We blew up Barbies with M80s. We had gunfights with BB guns. We ran with scissors. We ate paint chips when we were hungry. Our Halloween costumes were made out of asbestos, for goodness sake. But for safety, our mothers made us wait an hour after we ate before we swam. That was it. Today's kids can't even play hide-and-seek. They all have cell phones. They're text messaging each other. It's like, Billy's behind the rock. LOL. There he is. Oh, God. So he's not paying any attention to me whatsoever. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's my newly forming goatee. <laughs> well, I look around, right? There's TVs all over this place. I'm like, aw, that's why I picked it. I thought it was because we had a group on. <laughs> so I reached in my handbag and I pulled out my universal remote. <laughs> and I shut them all off. <laughs> now I had his attention. And the attention of the manager. And we are no longer welcome at Applebee's. <laughs> Now, Rhonda, you tell stories about um, your life with your husband, the very romantic yes. husband. And um, I'm assuming that to some degree, these always start out as a true story. Yeah, they really are. We, I was just, it was so funny because on the <laughs> way up here, every single joke that I was, um, you know, telling Robert, I was like, told him where it originated from. So he has a history of all of all of my jokes <laughs> yes. and where they came from, and he had to listen to them because we were in the car together. <laughs> that was nice. That was kind of you, Robert, to just now. And Robert, you have a, a wealth of material uh, honed over uh, a, a long career. We've already established a long career. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, Aaron knows I like to say this. Uh, you and I probably went to different high schools together, uh, so yeah. <laughs> I just have been at the comedy stuff a lot less time, so I don't have it all written down. But as I'm going back into my childhood or a, a sixth grade teacher mm -hmm. even uh as as you have touched on uh i know the materials there i'm i'm finding it as i go now which is fun um how did you really start building your material and um those real life experiences and and then ones that you were more um let's say uh, had a more authory feel to them where they you actually wrote something 
authory feel. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Is this stand up or is this authory? Yeah. Uh, I, I always discern everything from that. Uh, well, to give you a, a brief history, I, in college, I had a partner. I had a partner, and we were um, called Mostly Bob and Kevin, and we were a team that did comedy around college in bars and that kind of thing. And all these people would say, I remember a bass player one time said, You got so many guts, man. I, I hide behind my bass. I could never go out there naked like you. And that was the thing. That's always our whole hook was coming out naked. Yeah, uh, so that was fun. And um, which were you, Bob? Or Kevin? Uh, actually, I... Wait a minute. Which one was I? It was during the turbulent 70s. Uh, but the reason I did it was because I was afraid to be myself on stage. I couldn't do it. So it was all characters. We would do bits. And the bits, and here's this bit. And here's this bit. And here's this song. And so we had a lot of fun. But it took... And when we... We went our separate ways after college, and I'm still good friends, but it's like, all right, I've got to learn how to do this myself. And so I just started going back, and yeah, you do, you mine the past, and you take whatever's happening in the present, and you extrapolate it. So I do a bit like um, Rhonda would do with, with her romantic husband. I would take, okay, what's, what's the situation? And then you exaggerate it. So it, it, exaggerated truth works really, really well. And then... You go from there sometimes to social commentary. If you want to talk about authory, um, I would do, um, all right, well, let's see. How can I take this situation and put it into another context that people would find disarming and yet laugh at? So I'll say, okay, a man and a woman, they're fighting, but let's put them in a, in a boxing ring. And that seems to not get people as worried about, well, you said that. And, and both men and women like that venue, that um, arena. I always tell comedians, <laughs> find the right arena, literally, for this one. Um, i got a thing on millennial baseball. I'm working right now on what would happen if, um, and I'll probably do it tonight, um, if we rewrote The Wizard of Oz if it was written today. And so all the <laughs> um, all the different angles that people have. So those are the authory pieces. But um, yeah, yeah I, I like them both. I, so I, I weave them in, and I think an act is great when it has a lot of different levels. So it's, um, okay, there's voices over here, there's a song over here, and that's just to keep people from being bored because Stephen Wright's hilarious, but after a half hour, it's... Sure, uh, sure. So, yeah. And you're the only other comic uh, other than myself who, uh, of some celebrity impressions that you weave into your act from time to time, uh-huh. does James Mason. There we go. And so, just... so here's our, our... Are we going to have a Mason off? I think we have to. <laughs> it's okay. required. Uh, well, Robert, it's good to have you here with us tonight. So now what you say, he went flat. I go up and down. My James Mason is, well, O'Brien, how are you today? Yes, thank you. It's good to be here. <laughs> you're, do, you're sneaking Peter Laurie in there. You're getting, you're getting more Peter. Yes. You, you hate me, don't you, Rick? Don't, my favorite Peter Laurie line was in the Maltese Falcon after he's been beat up. <laughs> and he kind of comes to and he wakes up and he's, look what you did to my shirt. <laughs> Just such a weird little line. <laughs> Yeah, so Robert and I both do uh, uh, do you have d- one, dead impressions. Rana, or... Do you do any impressions? Rana? I actually will be doing two impressions <gasps> this evening. I, I'll yeah. tell you this right now. She does a mean Drew Barrymore. It's really funny. It's oh, hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> I look forward to Do you have a sample for us? For the, for the podcast? Well, Brian, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's that's plenty. Thank you for the well, sample. I, I, I have one as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. that uh, nobody here has ever heard. Uh, but tonight I'll be uh, working on it. It's uh, an impression of a frog. Oh, nice. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Well, just, had, just had to feel included, didn't yeah, you? There? Yeah. That, that's that's. You guys are going to laugh later because that's most of my act. Oh tonight. wow! <laughs> We're going to have to laugh later. Yeah. <laughs>
great. Well, the time has come on our little podcast to take a break, but we'll be right back. Be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts so it's easier for people to find us and like us on all your podcast favorites. We'll be right back. This pandemic has been tough for everybody, including those of us who love live comedy. And while COVID-19 is still an unpleasant reality, vaccinations and your efforts have once again made it possible for us to gather together and laugh together. We had a blast at our first show back, and we are eager to continue laughing with you. Check out cleancomedytime.com to find upcoming shows or contact us to bring a Clean Comedy Time show to your local comedy club, church, corporate event, or fundraiser. We'll see you soon, and please get vaccinated. <laughs> well, welcome back. Rhonda and, and Robert, so good to be sitting here looking across the table at you two physically here, getting ready to do uh, what is our first uh, Clean Comedy Time show back from uh, quarantine. So I'm so thrilled that you guys were are able to be a part of this and be a part of the podcast. This is super, super cool. Uh, thanks for sharing your comedy journeys. And one of the things that we do in this podcast is we like to get a little bit deeper than just the funny. We like to talk about some of the good and, and even some of the struggles and some of the bad things. So I'd like to ask Okay, you, I'm out. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. We should have told you that before you came in from yeah, LA. I feel a little, just a little uh, intervention thing going on here. I'm not really feel, I feel good about this. We've Worry actually about never done this before. Uh, but since you're here, we're going to ask you to uh, Did my wife call? Yeah, oh. she's, she's actually backstage. <laughs> yeah. And, and Robert, isn't your wife a, a professional at talking about feelings? She is. She's a marriage and family therapist, so I do this all the time. Very I hear you cool. have a prepared answer then. You're all set. Very cool. Well, Rhonda, what would you say is something that's going well for you right now? Um, well, I'm back on the road, so that's great. I'm so yes. excited. I've just, um, this is my first bout of, uh, of gigs, so um, I go home uh, next week. I mean, well, Monday, and then I um, I have something locally that I can drive to, and then after that, I'm going to Arizona, and then Indiana, and then I'm off to Utah. Very so. nice. Very good. well. Congratulations on uh, you know weathering the storm, if you will, and now getting back after it. But you kept yourself quite busy uh, during quarantine as well, right? I did a lot. You know, a lot of good actually came out of quarantine. Um, I was just kind of going crazy like everybody else not being able to perform and so I you know we're creative so we had to do something and so I started a live stream talk show called talk is cheap and which I can say is is a very fun program to be a part of you had me on as a guest a little while ago and that was that was great if I do remember correctly I won the game you you crushed it (laughs) and I got uh I got uh free hand sanitizer that's right which you you were giving that away before it was gold i was on to the uh hand sanitizer before hand sanitizer was a thing (laughs) i was actually sanitizing things before it was cool (laughs) very nice very nice it's 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 never cool Rhonda. let me just say that it's still not that cool (laughs) i like i like clean things all right right. i'm all about clean clean comedy (laughs) clean hands clean 
things. <laughs> I was wondering how long that. I don't. Lasted. I don't know. I was, was like, I, I need to. <laughs> I need to stop now. Yeah. And and uh, Robert, you're the other end of the spectrum, right? You're about as dirty as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Let's, let's confuse all your listeners. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Just say no. yes and. That was dry sarcasm, by the way. Robert is uh, somebody that that I met at the Christian Comedy Association uh, a couple of years back, and. Uh, I know you have served as a mentor uh, to many folks in the comedy industry, and and uh, you know I count myself privileged to to know you. What's what's going well for you, Robert? Uh, this has been a very interesting time. That the shutdown did hurt uh, financially, and I can get into not not obviously obviously specifics. You'll but sh- we'll, we'll uh, post your tax returns yep, online. Just that'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, during that downtime, I was just I've been very creative, and so it's just been fun. I'm I'm getting ready. Um, working on all new material for my next CD and um, got working on a couple different books. And so I, I wrote the one that's sitting over here. We may talk about it later. Um, but uh, people say, what's your experience out of COVID? And I, I just say, I feel very taken care of. Uh, wow. it's, it's, it's a strange feeling, but I have, I have a Christian worldview. And so that's just where I come. And for me, I look at things that were set up and paid off from the God perspective. And before COVID hit, uh, I recorded a, a CD I didn't really. I wasn't in a rush to put it on serious radio. I I finally submitted some tracks because another friend did uh, back in September. I said, "Okay, I'll do that," and they approved thirteen tracks. And but the, it takes a long time for them to start playing and start getting money. And COVID hit in March, and in April I started getting residuals, and it has kept us because all my TV shows shut down, all the gigs on the road went away. Matter of fact, I did, did one here in um, in uh, Michigan, and on Friday that was a pickup from last year. They had it last. April scheduled and uh, it fell apart. So it, we, we had the residuals and I had my, my wife's um, private practice of being a therapist has really picked up and then uh, the government loans and things like that. And every once in a while, as a bonus, our, our neighbors will not pick up their Amazon package. So, you know, we get a little, ooh, look at this. Uh, so they don't have the blink uh, front porch cameras no, yet? No, not yet. If they, if they get one as a gift, we've taken it. <laughs> we return everything and we get Very great nice. coupons. Well, it's it's uh, interesting and great to hear you talk about uh, being provided for or being taken care of. Uh, it sounds like uh, uh, your faith perspective has has been crucial through this part. It, it really has. Uh, I, I live that way, and I don't look at anything um, as just oh, that's a coincidence. I always look look behind it, and it it has strengthened us. And my wife and I are yeah, it's, it's been great. It really has. Uh, so. Yeah, faith is, but it's been an important part of my life from the time I was a teenager. So it's it's not like this is a new thing. It's uh, I always I tell people, look out for Christianity. It's like calculus; it just gets more and more difficult. It's like it starts off with simple addition, then it's like, oh, here's a new lesson. Oh, here's another lesson. And some and this was it was a tough time. I'll admit it. I we came into this going, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? I have really no idea. And then as the months kept going on, somehow we're, we're still alive. What's going on? And a year later, we have the exact same amount of money we started off with when this all started. It's like. How did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that's 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 bigger than the party of the Red Sea. That's nothing. Moses got nothing on me. Um, so. Yeah, this is the. I guess you could say manna. That's probably the same. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I, I too am a person of faith, and and I like to look back over this. Uh, I mean, not just year and a half of COVID, but even before that, and journeying in as the unemployed alcoholic and and all that, and and finding these turtle on a fence post moments 
where a lot of people would look at and say, oh, that's a coincidence or convenient or whatever. But no, from a perspective of faith, I can say, no, if that turtle's on that fence post, somebody put that there. And uh, it it really is uh, comforting and encouraging and good to just be able to look at things with that faith perspective. So thanks, thanks for sharing that, Robert. Rhonda, what's uh, what's something that's uh, that you might be struggling with right now? Um, <laughs> getting my act together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, literally, you know, um, you you're just trying to work something out, and you want to make sure that um, you know you're doing your best and you're giving your best. And obviously, um, I haven't had any stage time, so I'm trying to kind of chase that now and and hone things and get back on stage and get my stage legs ready and you know feeling comfortable on stage again. Um, you know, it was funny. So when COVID hit, I had started to you know things really started to take a. a you know, they started to take off and I had some, you know, great gigs going and I was like, yes, 2020 is going to be my year. <laughs> and then I was like, 2121 is going to be my year. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, so, I mean, obviously, like I said, I made the best out of, of the situation and, and just like Robert and, and just like you were saying, I mean, God really provided through the whole thing and, you know, some great things have come out of it. And, um, you know, I definitely acquired some new skills, but I'm just struggling to get, you know, not even back to where I was, but even farther ahead. Because if, you know, I'm going to be recording something, you know, you want to make sure that you have a great product, not just a good product. You want to be great at it. So, um, so I'm kind of a little, I feel a little behind, but I know that, um, you know, I have hard work, um, and I have great, um, people that I've been able to be around. I'm very fortunate for that. And so, you know, well, Rhonda, I've got a little confession. Uh, oh early on in the comedy uh, career, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Rick Roberts. Yes. You know, he kind of popped up as a turtle on a fence post scenario, and I ended up being on his podcast. But early on listening to his podcast, you were somebody who I listened to. And I heard about your journey and that, and uh, um, and that was uh, that was just really cool. Yeah, you're like, if she could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. Well, no, I, I mean, really, really, truly, though, like, um, and we met at the Christian Comedy yes. Association conference, and, and and we have a lot of mutual friends, mm-hmm. and I see the way that you interact with people and the way people engage with you. You've got something special, Aww. and as you're reengaging, and as these big intimidating opportunities are coming up, you got it. You're going to do very, very well with this, and... Uh, most importantly, you're going to crush tonight because I've got you on my show. So. <laughs> I don't know if that but was I, it. I, I do want to just give a little caveat for the normal people out there. Uh, you <laughs> say that Rhonda's got something special. And, okay, yeah. But every single person that she's brought up over the last two days is, oh, I love them. Oh, I love them. Oh, She has yet to say, I hate their guts. And that's what I usually lead with. And she loves everybody. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh, how are you so good? <laughs> right. I'm not, though. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I just don't talk about the people I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. My mom used to say, uh, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. <laughs> Whereas I tend to say, if you can't say something nice, make sure it's horribly offensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a horrible person. I really right? am. <laughs> 
you know, uh, cue, cue the plug. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You can follow a horrible person on Facebook. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. So, uh, again, this is just so fun to hang out with you guys and record this in person. Uh, so, I, you know, it's uh, oftentimes these what are we struggling with uh, get, get really deep. Uh, but I have to say I'm just overwhelmed with a sense of joy and optimism and uh, just really feeling good uh, right now. So thanks for sharing that, uh, some of the things that you're struggling with. Sure. But I just want to encourage you that it's you, you're, you're golden. You should wait till the end of tonight's show to say that. <laughs> well, well, yeah. and, and, and Aaron, you got the same thing. And yeah. I want because I, when I saw your podcast and I started watching what you were doing, is like you came out of alcoholism and then you just mm-hmm. had this you came out with this I want to help other people mm-hmm. and it's just listening to your podcast and, and seeing what you're doing it's just great because it's like oh man this guy's got a good heart look at the, what he's doing there so I think you probably see a like-minded person in Rhonda obviously you didn't tell to me because you know that you know uh, brian and i yeah, however yeah, right. <laughs> the same wavelength <laughs> it's not just the james mason we're the same yeah, we're so. both the evil people yes yeah, so. we're horrible i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> well that's that's fair Robert. and and i mean i've teed that up a number of times so thank you for finally taking the uh the bait there to tell me how great i am <laughs> uh-huh. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. but actually speaking of that uh, what's something that you might be struggling with robert it was, I will put this in, in perspective of a high school reunion. And so we went back to my, I went back to my high school reunion a couple of years ago. And these are friends from elementary school and we're all sitting around the table and somebody brought up the question, what did you least expect? What surprised you the most? in the last so many years. Oh, great question. And it was a great question. Yeah. So it's like one of our friends was, you know, this little Jewish girl and she didn't expect to get married and have boys involved in sports. She was never had a sport in her life. And then she did nothing but sports when they were born. So we all had different stories and mine came around. I said, you know what? I didn't think it was going to be this hard. I really mm-hmm. thought that I was going to hit a career and be able to just, you know, just coast and go up and move on and, and, and succeed. But I'm constantly reinventing myself. So the mm-hmm. good side is, yes, I've been doing it for 34 years. The bad side is it's new all the time. It's really, really hard. And so my my best friend from elementary school wrote me and said, look, Bob, you're you're doing what you love to do. So many people are envious of you because you have the dream, the dream job. You do what you want to do and you do stand-up comedy. And I said, yeah, I was being a big crybaby, wasn't I? (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, but the struggle is real. It never ends. And so I love being creative, but um, when I'm talking about writing my new album, it's hard. And so I, I write it and I write it and I write it. And then we did it last night. And it's like, okay, that punchline's not going to work. That one didn't work. I got to fix that one again. And Kevin Hart, is, we had a discussion the other night about Kevin Hart tell, talking to Jerry Seinfeld on comedians in cars drinking coffee. It's like, it's always the same for everybody. It never gets any easy. You just got to do the work and get out there and, and struggle. And then when you do it in this great, she's doing dry bar, but there's so many people doing dry bar. It's like, how do you get attention of anybody? I'm not trying yeah. to put no, down the situation. True, true. It's great. It's an act. It's wonderful. But uh, the constant struggle to find the next gig. Mm-hmm. And if the TV shows don't come back, my insurance is out in uh, September. All right. Then what's going to happen? All right. But that's why this last year has been so good because I know that, all right, if God took care of me during the worst time and the worst time out of, of history, well, in my life, then I know he's got the next chapter planned as well. Mm-hmm. So. I just try and live with, all right, I'm, I'm not going to compare myself to others. I'm not going to worry about it. I know something's going to come around the bend, but you just, it, the constant struggle becomes at some point tiring. And so I would wow. say that. <laughs> 
Well, thanks. Thanks for sharing about that. That's, uh, that's important to hear. Um, cause sometimes it can be easy for me to look at other people and say, wow, it must be easy for them. You know, they must have yeah. it figured out. Uh, and, uh, it's actually encouraging uh, to me to hear that, uh, no, it's, it's a struggle. The fact that I'm struggling with some things doesn't make me weird. It makes me just like everybody else. Well, the good news is that the struggle is actually good. Ah. Without struggle, you do not become the butterfly. You don't, you, you don't break out of your cocoon. Without struggle, you will just become you know, lethargic and die. So you must struggle. So you have to learn to enjoy the struggle. You have to learn to enjoy the discontent and know that the answer is down the road. And God says, do with me. It's easier with me. Rest your, you know, cast your cares upon me. You know, take my yoke. It's easy. All those things where it's, oh, it's a partnership. And so I think sometimes he lets us stay in the struggle just to say, I'm right here. (laughs) I'm right here. Oh, right, right, right. I should, right partnership forgot about that and so i I do think discontent is a gift it's a it's a that's probably way too heady for right now but that's uh i do think it's a wonderful (laughs) yeah this is uh you know 20 minutes before stage we're gonna get really deep and emotional and we're just gonna go up i don't feel funny at all (laughs) (laughs) uh robert let me uh pivot to uh your book if i may i'm looking at it right here i brought my copy with me the Robert G. Lee, what's the big idea? A comedian explains God, the universe, and other minor stuff. And I, I joked in a previous podcast that uh, during COVID, I read a book, and this is the book, <laughs> that, is this is the book that I read. And uh, I was very, um, I really enjoyed it. So um, the thing that I have told people about it is, like, if you are somebody who is interested in faith, or you look around at the world and you see creation and say, there's, there's got to be something going on there. I, I think this is a terrific book to gently and uh, forcefully bring you through <laughs> some of those uh, those thoughts. Uh, so thank you for writing that book and thank you for your, your little autograph in there. But what are, what are some other things that uh, we could point people to that uh, you could promote or how could people find Robert Cheeley? Well, my address is 219. <laughs> so uh, I'll write that down. Send things there. Um, here's my Venmo number, my pin. I, 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 yeah, if you can go to robertglee.com, and that has all things Robert G. Lee. So that gives you the, the link to the Facebook and the Twitter. And, and then I've got, because I'm doing um, What's the Big Idea, I do a, a, a podcast or not a, excuse me podcast is the wrong word how does have to get this terminology from the young kids it's on you know it's on the youtube it's on the facebook it's just a, it's, a, 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 it's a blog or a video it's a vlog okay, there you go. it's a vlog and so every um, every week i come out with a new basically chapter for my book i'm up to chapter 12 or 13 right now and so i'm just i'm going through the book week by week and so that's a lot of fun so if you want to look at that um that's every monday at um usually well it's seven o'clock california time so i'm doing that and um Gosh, I'm writing a couple of other books, but if they want to get a hold of me, yeah, just robertglee.com. That's the easiest. And Rhonda, how can people find? Now, we've you got, of course, a, a new um, uh, dry bar special coming up uh, very soon. And, and once you've shot it, then it takes time for that to come it's out. It's a lot so of time. So it, that'll uh, be out in like, I don't know, 2023. 20, <laughs> <So> probably, <laughs> who knows? But uh, how can people find Rhonda Corey? Okay, you can go to my website. It's RondaCoreyComedy.com. That's C-O-R-E-Y, Ronda with an H. Um, Is that all part of the title? RondaCoreyComedy.com? It it sounds like a song, you know, like Liza with a Z. Um, (laughs) Also, um, 
you really need to watch Talk is Cheap. Um, mm-hmm. That is on Tuesday night, 7.30 Eastern Time. Um, that is on Rhonda Corey Comedy page on Facebook. And it's also on my Rhonda Corey Comedy page on YouTube. I'm also Rhonda Corey Comedy on Instagram. So Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, we are, again so delighted to have you here for our show tonight but also yeah. for the podcast uh before we go do that show um and just as a odd thing uh, as uh, robert you mentioned that uh, your show in the detroit area was a reschedule uh <laughs> tonight is a reschedule for clean comedy time as well at this uh church where we're doing a church show tonight yeah yeah actually this uh this this show has been a little more in the year uh, than a year in the making and robert when you reached out uh not too long ago and said that you were kind of going to be in the area, if we could put something together, it was a great chance to get this one back on the books. And this is going to be a special show tonight. Uh, I'm very glad you guys did it because it was one of those. And just two weeks ago in Michigan, it was like, well, we can't do anything. All right. Yeah, we, yeah. As you know, we had a show two weeks but, ago. But, that yeah. but Ron and I don't care. We both had our shots, so we're done. Like, yeah. Go ahead and cough on us. Yeah, we don't yeah. care. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> those of us who are fully vaccinated. <laughs> yes. uh, we are the vaccinated. Yeah. yeah, we had it timed out so that uh, my my uh, second vax and then the two-week waiting period was the day of that show and uh, i was already, already yeah, and, yeah, yeah and like oh yep but we we're uh, we're good team players so well and uh, by the time this airs i'll be yeah. completely done with the whole process so hopefully <laughs> yep yeah you'll have you mean ch- dead or I'm sorry, what did you mean <laughs> yeah i'll be fully vaccinated oh and, that was uh, it you know, okay yeah, good. Yeah. i misunderstood hopefully yeah. Uh, well yeah boy hopefully we don't have to not air this podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> aaron died it was so sad or your uh, or your ratings could go yeah. up yeah oh, yeah. yeah oh posthumous podcast <laughs> great yeah (laughs) well thank you both for being on uh on the show tonight it's so wonderful having you here oh it's great to be here and plus we got to be here in person i haven't it's like i feel like we should put a screen up so i can get the feel i don't know this is great though you're right go sit in the box over there i I can't i can't talk to you face to face Thanks for listening to the Clean Comedy Time Podcast. We bring comedians together performing their clean material at showcases, fundraisers, and other events. Our shows are free from course language and topics. They work for anyone, anywhere. Check out cleancomedytime.com to find an upcoming show or to bring Clean Comedy Time to you. 